what's up y'all welcome back to another episode of the sister sister podcast i'm here another week with you your host bianca i'm joined here with my sister frida hey y'all hey what is this episode 22 right 22 looking at us getting up there in the episodes oh and she even numbers mm. um i think we were talking about what episode 25 taking it back taking it back to the first episode yeah our foster care episode foster care give a little update i know because we did we always wanted to to go a little bit more deeper into that one yeah because we kind of just touched on it a little bit mm-hmm. we'll see if we'll get some views from the foster parents and mm-hmm. so on and so forth so yeah look out for that one episode 25 we'll be taking it back to the first episode and just giving a recap and by that time we'll have watched that documentary that you told me to watch yes mm-hmm. yep. and i'll rewatch it too it's been like a year i think more than i watched it yeah but we can watch it together let's watch it let's do it it's a date now let's do that all right, hit us with that so ghetto, sis. Oh my God. Uh, so, this week's that so ghetto is Derek Chauvin. I think I'm saying his right name right. And for those of you who don't know who that is, Derek Chauvin is the officer responsible, well, one of the officers, but the main one responsible for the death of George Floyd. So He's the actual officer that was kneeling on his neck, right? Right, yes. He's the one who had his knee on his neck. So, he was released from prison. And if that wasn't bad enough, they have, the judge changed the conditions of his bond and allowed him to leave the state of Minnesota due to safety concerns. This is ridiculous. So after he murdered George Floyd, we're, we're just so concerned about his safety. Right, about, it's like, why are we protecting these crooked ass cops? I don't know. Like, you're not, one, like, he's not going to be safe anywhere. Okay, y'all should have kept him in fucking jail. You wanted him to be so safe. Mm-hmm. Oh, look, yeah, because at this point, now Minnesota he's an ex-cop, right? Because he was already fired. Right. So people are going to be less likely to hesitate. But people, it's not like you're right, killing a cop. Right. And people everywhere are are upset about this. So I don't understand why, like, I get that's, like, where it happened. but Because they don't take the outrage seriously. That's the problem. Right. It still continues to be the problem. Right. Exactly. It's like, you want... It's it's not the issue of black lives mattering at this point. Mm-hmm. It's like we need black lives to matter enough. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like right. it's not just because I feel like they feel like the bare minimum. Oh yeah, black lives matter. Let's change a street name. Let's right. paint paint the streets. Right. Like no, they need to matter enough for y'all to get angry. For y'all to you know what I mean? For it to mm-hmm. be an even playing field. If this was right. done to a white person, would this person have even ma- been able to post bail? You right. know what I'm saying? One would this, right been able to get out, not only get out, but then have the freedom. To move, so it says that he mm-hmm. is, he's allowed to reside directly outside a state directly outside of Minnesota. Mm-hmm. So it says North and South Dakota, Iowa, or Wisconsin. So if you're listening and you know anyone in any of those states, just let them know Derek's coming. Mm-hmm. Tell him be on the lookout. Mm-hmm. He shouldn't be allowed to go anywhere. He shouldn't have been allowed to leave prison. But yeah. And I'm sure they probably had him in protective custody. Of course, solitary, under watch all the time. All of these perks that people like him get. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's... It's like the post said, as if white privilege wasn't enough. Right. Now just shoving our face even more. 
as right. as if y'all haven't already not done enough. Like, oh, we're worried about you. So you're allowed to move this place and this place and this place. And they're probably going to make sure that he has a surveillance anywhere he moves to while he's awaiting trial. So that nothing happens to him. Because, like I said, that's the privilege that people like him get. He's probably the type of person that's going to choke on, like, a peanut and die. Right. Like, you know, that's, that suffocation. That equal karma. That's what's going to come around to him mm-hmm. one of these days. Because, you know, the or hardest like part... inhale a plastic bag or yeah, something. Yeah, something. The hardest part about, you know, like, being angry about something is realizing it's not your job to be someone's karma. Mm-hmm. But, like, he's going to yeah. get his. And he's definitely... He's going to feel it. It's going to be slow. It's going to be slow it for him. It needs to be slow. Because... Whenever, whenever that time comes, whether it's someone who's going to do it... Mm-hmm. Or, or it's naturally. Gonna, yep, it's going to happen to him one random day. He's going to feel it. Yep. What he did to that poor man. We can only fucking hope so. And uh, once again, may he rest in peace. Yep, rest in peace, George Floyd. Yes. We do have another rest in peace that we need to acknowledge. Yes. Um. This week. So if you want to go ahead and give the detail. Unfortunately, um, we live in a sick world where, you know. It's not enough that we as women are targets. It's not enough that our children are targets. It's just not enough that like you're constantly living in fear for someone that you care about. You know, these men are targets. Um, It takes a real sick fuck to target a baby, an infant, someone that's literally the definition of innocence and perfection. Um. Unfortunately, in our area, we are, you know, in the Norristown, Philadelphia surrounding area. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a, a recent death that hit close to home. We were not privileged enough to have met or known this poor baby girl. Um, but a lot of people close to us were deeply affected and close enough to um, both parties or all parties involved to be affected by the passing of uh, baby Zara Scruggs. So we want to take a moment before we continue um, this podcast and say rest in peace to the poor 10-month-old baby girl that was um, a victim of sexual assault and uh, blunt force trauma. trauma. I was about to say battery. Blunt force trauma at the hands of her father is what is being told by, um, you know, the news and outlets. Um, We want to send our deepest condolences to her mother Erica Scruggs and her family involved. Um, it's just when something like this happens, it's it puts a, a pit in the bottom of your stomach. It's mm-hmm. it's hard to fathom being in that woman's position. I pray for her strength, for her sanity. Um, I pray that 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 baby girl, you know, she was just too good for this world, and um, she's in a better place than watching down. And she's the she's gonna be the little guardian angel that her mom needs. So I just want to send my deepest condolences and same. Yeah, it's it's hard to even put put it in words. Yeah. Like we everyone from like what I see everyone who who isn't even like immediate family, just everyone who even hears the story is so deeply affected and mm-hmm. even just from like me personally literally since the day mm-hmm. like I've been thinking about it every day. Yep. So I can't even I don't even want to imagine that pain and that hurt. One, losing a child in general, and then 
everything else pouring on on mm-hmm. top of it and finding out these details it's just it's, it's horrific it's horrific it's it's um it's something you wouldn't wish on your worst enemy right yeah for sure um like i said i just i pray for that woman i, f- I feel she's so strong um i i love seeing the amount of um community you know what I mean? Shrink, yeah. yeah, the the way everyone has been coming together, the GoFundMe account, just even um how they did the vigil and the balloon, the celebration of the life. Release, yeah. It's just it's it's sad that it takes there was these even a times. Balloon release in New York. I don't know if you saw. Oh that. no, I didn't um, know that. I um I was looking at her story and she was like posting. It was like oh like from New York and it was like a, a few people, not as much as it oh, was. Oh my god, that's time, beautiful. A few people releasing pink balloons in New York. That's beautiful um it's just it's hard it's hard these stories always hit you hard i mean if you have a heart right but i feel like you know having a fresh newborn it just hit me harder than than these stories have hit me before right yeah it's just it's it's so close so we do want to send our deepest condolences and our heartfelt prayers to the scruggs family we'll continue to pray too because i know every day anyone affected by this tragedy, we are deeply sorry for your loss. Um, and yes, you guys will definitely be in our prayers. Of course. Rest in peace, baby girl. All right. Let's get into some suspiration. This week's suspiration is invest in your hair. It is the crown you never take off. Yes. Lighter that's, something that, that's something that has been a journey from I can even tell you as far back as like being a kid having to you know get your hair braided by your mom and then you get popped with the brush and stuff <laughs> like it's just something that you have to learn from young mm-hmm. in order to be able to grow up feeling like that now me I didn't really I didn't really know how to invest in it from young mm-hmm. I wasn't really taught how to invest in my hair so it took a while later on I was able to learn that your hair is it's an investment Mm -hmm. I think um the part about this quote that like people need to take from it is learning that it's a crown to begin with Mm -hmm. that's the first part right it's like a lot of people don't see it that way it's like yeah investing in it is one part but you Mm -hmm. have to know that it's worth investing in first you know what i mean you have to learn to accept and love what god gave you Mm -hmm. in the first place what's growing directly out of your Um, head and it's like i hate the term like good hair Mm. i feel like that is the dumbest thing like ever because all hair is good hair right it's just we all have different textures and i mean you know how i am i think in general like all different cultures all that like it's just a beautiful thing Mm -hmm. to learn and be able to adapt um to different people and it's like we're all different we're all right. a mix of different things um and it's learning to love what your hair is mm-hmm. and you know as we get deeper into our topic because today our topic is going to be about hair love and both of our different journeys with mm-hmm. that um you know you'll see that it doesn't matter what you consider someone else's hair to be or what you right. in you know in your ha- head envy mm-hmm. everybody struggles with their hair right that's something we all struggle. We all want what we can't have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, you know, we learn to appreciate what we do have. But I do feel like, um, like you said, from when, when you're young, you don't really know about what you have or how to maintain it. And mm-hmm. I feel like it's all an error thing, too, 
as we transitioned, yeah. I feel like the natural trend is probably the best trend to have hit. Yep. For sure. For sure. And I'm so happy for it. So, like, like we said, the topic's going to be about hair love. So, this quote kind of just, like, led us and leads us right into it. Mm. So, I can think as far back as to, like, fifth grade, I begged my mom. Like, I begged her and begged her and begged her to relax my hair. Mm-hmm. Like, I wanted it so bad for my hair to be straight because I was so tired of it, her braiding it all the time. I was so tired of the struggle after she washed it to detangle and the combs and the brush. Like, I feel like any little girl, that's like the, not the worst nightmare, but it's just like, oh, the process of it all. Like, so I begged her in fifth grade to let me, to take me to relax my hair so much. And finally she did. And I remember, like, I was just so hyped. I was like, oh my God. My hair straight and when I washed it, like it was just still like straight. It was so easy to comb through. Like mm-hmm. I was just so happy that that my hair was straight all the time because I just didn't want it I didn't want it to be done. I didn't want to have to get it braided. I didn't mm-hmm. want to have to go through the pain of having it combed out and ugh, it was just a mess. So you I'm tired of you popping me. Like, right, I'm tired of me popping the brush. I gotta stand still, I gotta turn around, I gotta put my <laughs> head down and stuff. It's just too much. So so I got it relaxed and I had a relaxer for years. Years and years and years. And I remember not feeling like like if my hair wasn't done, like when it was straight, if it wasn't like if my edges weren't super super straight if my roots weren't super super straight like burning yourself with the mm-hmm. blow dryer frying, frying if it wasn't super 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 straight i didn't feel like it was cute mm-hmm. I, it had to be super straight it had to be and when i needed a perm if it wasn't if my new girl was crazy it had to be braided like it i didn't feel good mm-hmm. about myself if my hair wasn't done yeah false sense of beauty right so it took up until what year did I decide? Okay, so then after the relaxing, when you're old enough, then it becomes the the coloring your hair. Mm-hmm. I want this color. I want this color. So I would color my hair all the time. I would have magenta. I had copper. Yeah. I had honey blonde. Like I'd have so many colors on top of relaxing it all the time. So then all those chemicals comes what the breakage, yeah. especially if. You're doing it yourself. If you're not doing it correctly, you're doing it too close overdoing to each it, other. Yeah. Overdoing it. Like, I'm not going to say no one should ever color their hair because it can be done yeah. the right way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It can be, like, people do it and they do it the correct way. You can preserve your natural hair. You can preserve your curls. I was not doing that. So, I had spots in my hair, like, all along my hairline were was breaking. Mm-hmm. In the middle of my head, breaking. Like, just like... It, if my hair was brittle and it just broke off. Yeah. Breaking. So I decided in 2015. Is that the year Isaac was born? 2015? Because yeah. mm-hmm. I remember I had, I, I always look at the pictures and I had like, like that mom haircut. <laughs> it was like long. I think that was 2015 that I decided to cut my hair. Yeah, because remember and, you used to say with Talia, Talia, uh-huh. me and you have the same haircut. Yeah, so it was a like twenty. I, I remember I cut it short. I think I cut it short in twenty fourteen. I cut it shorter, mm-hmm. and then I had it was like one length in the back, and then I had like the yeah, long the piece, long right? Mm-hmm. So I cut it shorter, but I was still relaxing it. I was still dying. I just cut it, 
And that was like a first, like a big cut that I had did. Mm-hmm. So it was already like, Ooh. yeah, because your hair was super long, right? It was already like, oh my god, I cut off so much hair. What am I doing? So after that, I cut it shorter. I cut it. I would cut the front a little bit shorter. I would, but I didn't go all the way. Mm-hmm. So then, when was it? So then, twenty sixteen, I decided to go all the way i i believe i was thinking about it i was thinking about it and then i remember i was at work one day and i had hit ashley i was like oh do you think ivan can cut my hair and she was like what do you mean i was like like shave it off i was at work and i was i did one shift and then i was gonna go leave and get my hair cut and then come back so i went and i told him he was like are you sure i was like yeah just shave it off like like a boy i was like just shave it all off because it was just breaking and it had grew back it was growing but it was just breaking off and I hated it so I was like just cut it off like a boy so that I think was like the like the breakthrough the rebirth it was like the hair breakthrough that Mm -hmm. I had needed (laughs) because it was just like oh if I can just cut all this hair off I think I'll really realize like that's what it is like it's it's hair Mm -hmm. and even then that I cut it off, I was just realizing it's hair. It'll grow back. I still hadn't fully, fully learned to love the natural hair that was growing out of my head because, mm-hmm. because I hadn't had that before. Right. You're I holding was just on. Cutting, right. I was just cutting off the, the chemical. So before I cut it, I was going to transition. I was like, oh, maybe I'll just stop relaxing and stop. But I just, I couldn't because then I had these straight pieces of hair and then I had to deal with what was just really growing out of the roots. So I knew like I needed to just start fresh. So, cut it off. I came back to work, and I remember one of the patients sat up and looked at me, and she goes, what the fuck (laughs) did you do to your hair? (laughs) And I was like, what? You don't like it? I went through it, and it was like, I always say it was like a boy haircut, but it wasn't. It was just I cut, like, I just shaved my head. Just what were you identifying? Right, what were you identifying as a boy, because... I remember another patient. I'm sitting there at work, like, and they were like, Caesar. "Right, I don't know the numbers, <laughs> but yeah." I was at work, and um, the one of the patients was like, "Excuse me, sir. Excuse me, sir." And I was turned like my back was turned, and she said, "Not a few sir, times, with his booty." And I'm looking, and I was sitting, I was sitting in a chair. Oh. I was sitting in a chair. I was watching TV, and then I just kept hearing, and I'm looking around like nobody else is in here. And I turned around, and I never forget. She, her face was so like like shocked she was like oh, i'm so sorry i thought you were coming <laughs> and these are like just the little moments that i remember about like when i first cut my hair but so after that i kept it short for like a, a short period of time but it was in that time that i had learned that the hair on my head doesn't define who i am right like not the fact that i have long hair or that it's straight or that that doesn't define who i am or what color it is so I kept it short and I made like a promise that I would never relax my hair again and that I wouldn't color my natural hair. I was like, if I want color, I can get a wig or mm. when I do braids and stuff, I was like, I'm not going to relax or color my own hair. So, so far since then, I have stuck to those two things. Mm. I never put relax in my hair. I haven't colored my own hair and it helped me not only learn how to manage and take care of and invest in the hair that grows out of my head, but to love it. 
I went through stages like the the teeny weeny afro stage, the the stage where it was just like short. It was mm-hmm. just shaved off and I could wear a little baseball cap sometimes. I went through the big afro stage doing my little twist outs where they were like really little on my head and through all those years so that's been from 2016 to now I've just learned that taking care of my hair shouldn't be it shouldn't be a task and I'm still learning it because when it's time when it's wash day it's like oh lord please give me the strength to just figure out that I can just do it and get it over with I wanted it to be, I want my hair to be a positive experience. Mm-hmm. And also in that, I want to be able to teach my daughter that she doesn't need straight hair. She doesn't need weave. She doesn't need all of these accessories for her hair to be beautiful. Mm-hmm. And there was a stint in time before I learned that my hair was beautiful and I couldn't really teach her that because I didn't really, I didn't really feel that way myself right. that she would go through a phase she wanted she wanted white hair. She wanted to yeah. have straight hair like white people. Or she wanted weave in her hair all the time. Or she, there's so many things that run through these kids' heads that they, they're, they're taught. And you don't realize that. So I've been trying to teach her along with teaching myself to love her hair and to take care of her own hair and to teach her that sometimes even trimming your hair, maybe that makes it shorter for the moment, but that helps it grow to make sure your hair is detangled and not just letting it mat up. Like all of that stuff is, is essential Mm -hmm. in loving your hair, but but more importantly, just loving the way that it grows out of your head, just knowing that it doesn't need any chemical alterations to to be beautiful. Yeah. I tell her that all the time. I'm like, your hair your is hair, beautiful. Your hair is beautiful and it's good enough. Right. It's always good enough. I feel like um, the two big things I took from that was like when you said, oh, you know, like I just needed to learn. Like it's just hair. Like it's so crazy mm-hmm. how like we shave our legs with no hesitation. We right. shave our armpits, no hesitations, go get waxed. Mm-hmm. Our eyebrows, gone. We don't treat that with any source of essence Mm -hmm. or, you know, we don't hold on to it the same. We're not emotional about it. But for some reason, because we have, like, I was saying, like, this false sense of beauty. Like, Mm -hmm. you have to look this type of way. Um, We hold on to this hair. And it's like you said, it's like, it's such a freeing experience. Mm -hmm. For me, it's, it was the opposite until I felt like I, like, was removed from who I was. Mm -hmm. So, obviously... I didn't have the same hair journey as yours, but mm-hmm. I still had a journey. You know what I'm saying? Right. I didn't have relaxed hair or permed hair. However, you know, I'm full Puerto Rican. My hair was curly since mm-hmm. I was a kid. We used to get our hair straightened the first day of school, picture day, and our birthday. Mm-hmm. That was it. If it wasn't those days, and, you know, straightened was going to get in the wash and set. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know shit about a flat iron back then. Mm-hmm. I wasn't doing my own hair. My mom wasn't doing all that. So aside from that, you was getting that swoop bang in the front with a bun. You know, your ponytail's mm-hmm. got to make it work or you're wearing your hair out curly. So that's all I knew. When that's all I knew, it wasn't an issue. Mm-hmm. For me, when my hair was extremely long, that was an issue to me. I felt like I would get like headaches. It was heavy. So I have to wash it. It was just a lot like mm-hmm. being young. Um, so the minute I was able to have a say-so to do anything with my Mm -hmm. hair, I did everything with my hair. Right. So in our household, my mom was like, you can't dye your hair till you're 16. You can't cut your hair till you're 16. You can't get your eyebrows done till you're 16. You know, like her whole thing was like, you're not grown. She didn't want her Mm -hmm. kids growing up too fast. So 
when I turned 16, I cut my hair from where it was down to my butt into a bob. Mm -hmm. And I dyed it copper. Mm -hmm. And that was that from there. From there on, it was... You kind of get addicted. Yeah. It was processing, processing, processing. And I feel like... Like how you said, um, you know, you had to learn to, like, love yourself or, like, what you had is good enough. You kind of feel like these multiple people that you embody. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you don't look good enough if it's not with the red hair or if it's not with this. Like, you start to get, like, a false sense of yourself, Mm -hmm. right? And I feel like for years, that's what I did. Like, dyed my hair all the time. I was constantly chopping off my hair. I didn't have any attachment to my hair. Mm -hmm. It wasn't until... um, How old was I? 20. I don't know. Maybe like 23. I got with Eric at 23. Yeah, 23. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until I was 23 years old. um, And I realized. I, I saw a picture of myself with my hair not straight. And I realized how much I fucked up my hair. That I felt like I lost a sense of myself. I mm-hmm. felt like, damn, you don't even look Spanish. Right. You know what I mean? Like. You don't even like and you wash your hair so like straight right. from being so processed. And then I struggled with feeling like I wasn't enough of mm-hmm. like, you know, who I was. Like, damn, like my right. hair don't even curl and like stuff like that. But besides the dying and constantly, you know, like your hair mm-hmm. being processed and fried and bleached, um, when I moved here to Pennsylvania, you know, I got around, you know, I went to school with a majority of white girls Mm -hmm. i learned about the flat iron and to me it was like oh my god like this is like a godsend this is so convenient this is so convenient all Mm -hmm. i gotta do is put it up in a uh you know a ponytail a moño boom and i go Mm -hmm. i don't gotta worry about this i don't gotta worry about because you know like when i was younger yeah my curly hair was always beautiful but it was a lot of work yeah and when it's humid outside that shit is puffing up yeah you have to flip all your hair to the front scrunch 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 scrunch, 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 through and it's a lot. You got to deal with the wet shirts mm-hmm. and, you know what I mean? Like, the water dripping down your back still because you need your shit juicy by mm-hmm. the time you get to school. And right. And we didn't know what a diffuser was. Yeah. You couldn't a diffuser. You had to nah, just scrunch yep. it with I had hand. to scrunch that shit. I had to whoosh, whoosh, do my head in the spin wheel and throw it back. Like, it was it was a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Um, So, I feel like I didn't appreciate right. all that hard work where it led me. You know what I mean? And the fact that my hair was healthy. So, it's like once I got on this downward spiral to damage it, I just, I went full out like right. i was like oh let's fuck it up then like if we're gonna fuck it right. up let's fuck it up then and then i got addicted to flat ironing and i would flat right. iron my hair every day which like if your hair is already straight what do you need to restrain it for every day right. i would get out the shower there'd be a little bit of frizz on the top i'd be like oh no 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 i need to restrain the whole thing and what i did in turn was i killed any bit of nutrients any bit of bounce in my hair i remember mm-hmm. what made me decide that i needed to Cut off all the color from my hair. Cut off every fucking dead end. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's another thing. We hold on to length. We hold on to dead mm-hmm. hair for a length sense of like... Health. Yes, length over health. That's it's like... Else gotta learn. It's horrible. Um, I remember looking at a picture of me and Eric that we had took at our old apartment. And my hair was blonde. And it was longer. And when, the day I took the picture, I thought I was cute. Mm-hmm. You know, the day I took the picture, I had posted the picture. I was like, oh my God, I'm so cute. I remember looking at that picture a couple years ago and being like, ew. Like, you can see the dead end. You can see the straight through the right. fucking ends of my hair all the way up. And I was like, mm-hmm. what the fuck? I was like, no, this has to go. 
And I cut all the color off. I said, I don't care how far it goes. I don't care if mm-hmm. it has to be a bob. I don't care. Cut all the color off. And I threw out my flat iron. I got rid of my curling iron. Mm-hmm. I threw out all that shit. I started looking up stuff. That's when I started realizing, like, you know, that the uh, getting products free of sulfins and parabate, mm-hmm. uh, parabens and silicone. I started to try to, like, educate myself to, mm-hmm. you know, that was around the time everybody was doing, like, the transition. And at first, I didn't think I needed it because I didn't think I, like, cared right. enough. Um, but then once I started, like, re- like, it really started bothering me that, like, my hair wouldn't, not, it, it looked like a wet noodle. Mm. that's what it would look like if it wasn't straight like it looked like a wet noodle just a bunch of like you just got caught in a rain sis and it's not a look (laughs) it ain't ain't it okay it's not it um and that's when i like started like you know doing my research Mm -hmm. and you know going through your little products seeing what works what doesn't and that's when we hit the holy grail that's it's like i used to think like shampoo conditioner i'm like oh it's just shampoo and conditioner like it doesn't it doesn't right. matter or whatever grease you put in your like it just mm-hmm. you you think that these products that you're putting into your hair doesn't matter and when we like going back to the quote like when we say like your hair is your crown like we don't mean length we don't mean mm-hmm. if you have a really short haircut like if you have a low caesar like it's still your crown yep if you have a baldy, it's still your crown. Yes. Like whatever you're Once doing to take shit. it right. Shine it. Shine it. Do you, boo. Period. It's still, it's that still yours. Like, you know what I mean? So we don't mean like, oh, length or anything. Because like you said, like we had to learn, like, it's not about length. Mm-mm. It's about health. If you would have asked me 10 years ago, like if you would have put a picture side by side, you know, the pictures would be like, oh, where should we cut? Yeah. I would, I would say the longer The bare minimum. One, right. Yep, I would say, like, oh no, no just no, cut, no, no, uh, no, cut just a little bit. Half an inch. Yep. That's all you need to cut. No, you need to cut all the dead ends mm-hmm. off because by cutting half of the dead ends off, it doesn't matter. You're not doing nothing. You're not doing anything. Right. So it's like we had to learn, we had to learn the different type of products. We had to learn that when we say not only you have to invest time you might have to invest money in the yeah. right products mm-hmm. you can't just go to the dollar store and buy you know what i mean buy products they might not work for you they might work for someone right but not your it's hair about learning texture. right it, it's about learning what works for you personally yeah. too so it's a lot of trial and error yeah. learning your porosity mm-hmm. you know you just have to like you said Research. what works for other people are not going to work for you mm-hmm. you can't look at somebody else's hair and be like that's how i want it and this is what I have to do. Right. What did you do? Like, no, 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 no. Their hair is their pattern. Right. It's their porosity. It's their, you know what I mean? Like, their mm-hmm. thickness. Like, it, their curl pattern. Like, everything is different. And it's not just, you know, it's not just to say curls. Because, you know, natural hair is natural hair. That's mm-hmm. whether you have bone straight hair and you were getting perms to get it curly. Or whatever mm-hmm. your your hair journey is, it's all about just learning to love yourself. And again, it's, I haven't had my hair dyed since 2015. Mm-hmm. The last time I had my hair dyed is when we took those um, family Christmas pictures, mm-hmm. me, Eric, and Alicia, our first Christmas pictures together. Mm-hmm. And when I had my hair burgundy, that's the last time I dyed my hair. So I haven't had my hair dyed in five years. Mm-hmm. Which, shit, anyone that knew me, every two months, my hair mm-hmm. was a different color, okay? I was out here like, and not right. rinses. And it's like, like full right, dying. Full permanent yes. dye on top of dye. I'm t- on it's top like, of bleach, on top right. of dye, on top of fry, on top of mm-hmm. fucking. Like Even I with said. getting my hair braided, like getting. So I would get like box braids and stuff sometimes. Mm-hmm. That's another thing I had to learn. It's not just about who can do your hair, like what, yeah. what place you can go to. Because I would go to the right. Africans to go and get my hair done. And like they. 
anybody who gets their hair done the Africans <laughs> know that they they find the hair. They rip you. They find it. Yes, honey. And they rip not, your brain right, cells and that's not. I've been through that before too. Right. It's like, Lord, what are you trying to do? Mm-hmm. So you have to learn that. Like, just going to get it braided is not enough. You have to take care of your hair even before you're going to put in a protective style. Yep. You mm-hmm. have to make sure you let them know. Like, listen, go easy on my edges. Yeah. Okay. You have because to take care of it after a protective no style. You gotta after. make sure your deep conditioning, mm-hmm. overnight conditioner, do your hair mask, enough mm-hmm. protein. These are things that, like, you know, we didn't know. Yeah. Like you said, we just thought a product Research. was a product. Yeah. I'm gonna store this as a gel. I need my hair to stay down. I'm gonna get it. Mm-hmm. Oh, this says it's an edge control. I need my edges to stay down. I'm gonna right. get it. But really, if it's not feeding into your hair, it's not doing anything for your mm-hmm. hair. For example, when I first started transitioning mm-hmm. to try to get my curls back, I used Cantu. Mm. Cantu is cheap. It's $5. Yeah. And it smells amazing. I thought I hit a gold mine. I was like, oh my God, Cantu. Love it. It's cheap. Got the whole fucking line. Anything you could think of. You want the spritzer. You want this. You need the hair mm. oil. You need the fucking hair mask. I had it all. However, I realized one Cantu made my hair crunchy as hell. Mm-hmm. It just left like that hard cast. Two, in five minutes, my hair was puffy. Mm. It did not moisturize my hair. It did not get into my hair cells mm-hmm. to actually do anything to my hair. It just was like putting like just a layer just of oil. Paste on yeah, the top of just, your hair. just something to cover it temporarily cover so it, it looks up. wet. And then the minute your hair dried, so that so did that shit. It dried right. right up. And Cantu might work for, for someone for else. Some people. Mm-hmm. It might work for someone else. Yep. That might be what they're looking for, or their hair might absorb it differently. Yep. You know what I mean? It might be able to give them a different hold. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot of trial and error. It's it's a lot of of buying things and spending your money on things that you mm-hmm. might have to give away or you might just have sitting in your closet that you yeah. never use until you find what's right for you. Mm-hmm. Every product and is then, not going to be right for you. And then you. you'll also realize too that some things are right for you by the season. You mm-hmm. might realize in the summer when the humidity is a little bit yep. different. You need something different. You need a, yeah, that's yep. when you need to add on that extra product mm-hmm. or you need, might need to mix this with this. And in the winter when your hair is a little bit less humid, you'll be like, oh, I'm fine with just these two mm-hmm. products. You know, um, like we said, it's just, it, it really is a process. It really, I mean, like anything else, it's going to be hard work. If it's worth it, it's worth it. Mm-hmm. You got to put the time and effort and dedication into it because it is time consuming. You know, learning that that five minutes as recommended to have that mask on your hair, take up them five minutes in the shower. That's right. when you shave. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Sit there and sleep. Leave it on. Yeah. Leave the conditioner. If yes. it says you can leave it on for 15 minutes. Yes. Just turn off the water and sit on the edge of the tub if yes. you need to for 15 minutes. But let, your hair, let yourself... Let that soak yep. into your hair. And it took... So... <coughs> excuse me. As far as, like, Celise, I feel like for so long, because I struggle with, like, learning my own hair, like I said, it took a while for me to teach her, to start teaching her to love her own hair. So I would just put it in whatever style. I, she'd have, like, feed-in braids, which is fine. It's fine sometimes. But it's better when you when you love your own hair when mm-hmm. you know that this other stuff is just temporary it's right. temporary it's I just an addition to switch it up today and when you take it out you still love your hair mm-hmm. so it was one time i i did my hair i think i did a twist out and she asked me she said can you do my hair just like that because i want to look just like you when i take my hair out and i was Aww. so happy i was like oh my god i was like she, she was like i gave hair. her a sense of joy <laughs> i was like she loves her hair she loves it i was so excited because like if i would have kept going in the path that i was going when when i didn't love my hair when i just wanted to dye it i wanted to straighten 
who I wouldn't know how to take care of her hair. Right. I wouldn't know how to do her hair. Or you know make what her I mean? Love it's learning, right. Or make mm-hmm. her learn and love her own identity. Yeah, because unfortunately it's like like how you said we had to come to realize it's just hair. Mm-hmm. When you don't know that your judgments on just your hair, that's not all you're mm-hmm. judging. You're really feeling like you're not enough. You right. as a person. You know what I mean? And that's the struggles. Like, that's the good thing that, like you said, like, you've learned to instill in her. Mm-hmm. And Celise, it's a beautiful thing because I feel like Celise already had so many different issues, like, as far as, like, you know, like, identity. Mm-hmm. And Celise, for those of you who do not know, my niece is a beautiful, beautiful chocolate drop okay Mm -hmm. that's my name for her that's my Mm -hmm. chocolate drop right there and i feel like the more confident she is in general with every ounce of herself it'll make it less likely for someone else to be able to tell her anything or make Mm -hmm. her feel less than because she's she's gorgeous right you know what i mean from her head down to her feet that baby is gorgeous Mm -hmm. you know what i mean every every little milestone and every um bit of confidence that she's gonna get in herself Mm -hmm. is just gonna make her that much more prepared for the outside Mm -hmm. world because it's cruel yeah it's cruel out there you know what I mean? And it's hard. Like you said, you're you're way lighter than Celise. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And she already deals with, like, you know, going to a probably yeah. lighter school. Well, now her, that situation yeah. has changed. But before, she was having those issues. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's another part of it. It's like you see all these kids with, like, this different kind of hair. Right. Or this, the, the little hair bows and their hair is all straight. And you start mm-hmm. thinking, they like, wake oh, up like that. Yeah. And they oh, can wash their own hair. That's yeah. like, it's There's so many... There's so many different aspects. Now, she has grown up around so many different kinds of people. Mm -hmm. So, while that's very good, it also kind of gave her these these ideas Mm -hmm. that she should be like something else. Mm -hmm. She went through a phase. She was like, well, I want to be white. Mm-hmm. Like that identity crisis. I'm like, so well, sorry, you can't be white. Like, it's just, <laughs> it's not gonna happen for you. Sis. You're really not what you identify as. You're just not <laughs> white. That's it. Sorry. So she went through. She wanted just straight hair. Mm-hmm. Like, why can't I just wash my hair and it be straight? And it's like that's that's not the way it is. That's not mm-hmm. the way God created you. Right. This is you and your hair. Someone else is different. And there's people. There's white people. Or there's people with thinner hair. There's people with thick hair who. Who wish that they had... People with thick hair who wish they had thinner hair. Now, even with that aspect, Alicia is Hispanic and black. Mm-hmm. Alicia has bone straight hair like a Barbie doll. Right. She has Barbie doll hair. She has literally Barbie doll hair. The mm-hmm. miniature brush is tangled right back up. Mm-hmm. It's so straight. You don't need to flat iron it. Mm-hmm. You can wash that and that thing is straight, right? She struggles with, well, why Why can't... You know, like why when, she, I when I curl my hair... Why yeah. Right. Well, she why can't my hair do that? Dis- right, can you try styles. to do that to my hair? Or even, like, when I blow dry her hair and try mm-hmm. to, like, hold a curl, that thing falls right away. Yep. You know, and she struggles with, well, well why can't my hair stay like that? Or stuff mm-hmm. like that. So, it's like, whatever you have, you're, what you don't yeah, have, you're right. always going to want what you don't have. You're always mm-hmm. going to struggle with, like, oh, well, that looked nice on that person. Mm-hmm. I wish I could do that. Yep. And there's people with, with like, thin hair, with curly hair, but thin mm-hmm. hair. So, that there's certain things that they... that they can do to their hair mm-hmm. that sometimes i'm like i wish my hair was thinner then it would just be easier then there's people with thick yep. hair you know what i mean there's, and even in that wants the opposite yeah even in that aspect me and ashley growing up both had long hair mm-hmm. both had curly hair however my hair was thin her hair was thick i used to love how her mm-hmm. curls look they were so thick her hair was jet black they always look healthy and juicy mm-hmm. my hair's a dark brown and my hair was thin it wasn't until i got pregnant that mm-hmm. brooklyn thickened my hair up honey okay mm-hmm. 
I was like, listen, let me tell you something, okay? Because they say when you have a daughter, she steals your beauty. That little girl gave me nails. She gave me clear skin. And she gave me thick hair. I right, said, like, girl. You're lit, Brookie. Honey. Boo-boo child, okay? Speaking of Brooklyn, she's about to have a cash up on her piggy bank. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, it really does do something for you to learn your own hair and for you to learn to take care of it and love it. Mm-hmm. When you have, like, you don't, I don't think you realize it at first, but when you have kids, yeah. it helps you teach them that their hair is beautiful just the way it grows out yep. of their head. And I'm so excited because in me learning to transition mm-hmm. and, like, I missed my curls so bad and now, like, I love that they're mm-hmm. coming back and... I haven't straightened my hair, I don't know how long. Mm-hmm. Um, even, like, when I straighten it out, it's just blow dryer. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't even do it myself. That's, like, when I go every, what, once every eight months to get my hair done. <laughs> That's another thing. Keep up with your trims, okay? Right. We're giving you advice. I need to get up on That's it. That's important. Yes. Every three months, get your ends trimmed, okay? Keep up with it because it makes such a difference. When I was actually doing that every three mm-hmm. months, my hair was growing. So, mental note to me. Keep keep my shit okay, together. But no, mental to me. Stop trimming your own hair. <laughs> I, was, I was so happy when I was pregnant. I kept telling Eric, I just really want my baby to have curly hair. I just really want her to have curly hair because I just feel like I had fell so in love with my hair mm-hmm. again that I just couldn't wait to like style her little curly hair and like mm-hmm. have her little curls coming out her little moños. Oh my God, yes, and the banana curls. Yeah, I was like, oh my God, the little finger curls. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. So I was like, I can't, I just can't wait. I just really hope she has curly hair. I really hope she has curly hair. And she does, so oh, I can't yes. wait to teach her to love her. Yes. Little juicy curls and mm-hmm. same thing, honey. Because when you have those conversations, so for me, it was never, my mom always had her hair braided all the time. So it wasn't really like a, like, I had someone to teach me that all of these things you want to do to your hair, they're an, while they're an option, while you can do it, mm-hmm. they aren't necessary right the way your hair grows out of your of your head is beautiful and you can and i feel like back in the day relaxes and stuff was so much more of a thing like you said this like natural yeah. trend is like it's so good yeah it's because the best you thing. learn even there's times where like i just have i'll wash my hair and i'll just pop it up in a puff and i still look still love it mm-hmm. while 10 i would have never i would have never went outside like that mm-hmm. i wouldn't have never i would have had to blow dry and make sure it was so straight and put all these chemicals in it i would have never I would never just wash it and then just put a little leave-in conditioner and just go outside. Mm-hmm. But now, I'm like, my hair is cute. Even like, okay. yeah, even like how you said, like, even now learning that, like, like how we were saying your hair is enough. Before, I used to feel like if I was going somewhere, my hair had to be straight because mm-hmm. it wasn't, like, proper right. to go somewhere with my curly hair. Right, like, I'm going to a wedding or I'm right. going to a party. My hair has to be straight yeah, because I'm going Because out. I need to I'm be presentable. Be right. Like, now it's, like, learning, like, my curly no, hair like, yeah, I just need to style this it this right. way. I need to you style it this it way. You flip it over, yep. just do whatever to make yep. you feel how it's what you want to look at. Exactly. But it's beautiful. It doesn't need to be altered. And I love, oh, my God, I love, I don't know if you've seen, but, like, the wedding, the na- the natural hair, like, wedding photos of people who, like, get married, like, they have, like, a twist out with their wedding. So it looks cute. so beautiful. It's so cute because... Or, like, they're just really kinky, mm-hmm. curly hair. I, I think it's so beautiful. It's just, again, mm-hmm. learning to embrace the hair that God gave you and realizing yep. this is enough. Mm-hmm. This and is enough. And it's fine. Like, we're not saying that my it's... Little frizzy, my little frizzy hair in the front, Ooh, it's right. enough. Shit, when it gets like... a little humid and my curls puff up a little bit, guess what? It's I don't enough. even... It's rare that I even, like, lay my edges down. It's, it's very rare. 
Like, even when I, like, I have my, my edges hand. don't fucking lay down. I don't. <laughs> even when I try. I, like, barely even have edges. But it's rare. Like, even when I, I'll do a ponytail or I do my twist and I take it out, it's very rare that I even lay them down. Because, one, like, I don't really have time for them not to be staying. And I feel comfortable yeah. to just go out. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? To just go out with without my edges out. I'll take my twist out and I'll, you know, yeah, fluff around and I'll leave it how it is. Sometimes I feel like um, when I put my baby hairs down, um, it just accentuates my curls mm-hmm. a little bit sometimes other times i'll be like this shit is gonna curl up in two seconds anyways because it's a fucking curl oh. and it's stubborn right like even my fucking baby hairs is curled so they don't <laughs> listen to me anyways they don't care what i'll be saying yeah, like the rest of my hair it's like well, that's another thing to learn too your hair does what it wants not oh, what yeah. you it's want a, it to it's do. an extension of you but you can't control it yes you, you can't control it It just does. it's like target like you don't go to target <laughs> i'm gonna tell target gonna tell me what i <laughs> yes. need yes my hair is gonna tell exactly. me what it wants to do yes. that day you don't That's, you don't tell yeah. your hair what it wants to do it tells you right because there's even sometimes like and i know you say this a lot there's sometimes where you're in the house not doing nothing and your curls are popping perfect yep. but then you'll go to like actually try to make them look like that to go somewhere and yep. they do not cooperate mm-hmm. so your hair tells you what kind of day it's having and i think the difference is and i was going to say this with the washing hair thing i think the difference is how much time you're able to invest the mistake i used to make all the time was like trying to do something right before i had to go somewhere like mm-hmm. one anyone that knows me i'm late doing everything i'm going to be late doesn't matter what it is <laughs> like that is a fact I'm going to be late. If I show up on time... Noted. <laughs> you might want to check the weather. Just make sure everything's okay. You want to check your pulse. Like, be like, whoa, hold up. So, I feel like before, sure. I used to be like, oh, I have to leave in 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Let me wash my hair right now because I forgot to do it last night right. when I said I was going to do it. And then try to leave this house with curly hair that's not going to dry in time. And then I would sit here wondering why my hair mm-hmm. doesn't look how I want it to. And I walked out the house looking like a wet poodle. <laughs> you know what I mean? And on the weekends, when you have the time to deep condition and mm-hmm. stay in the shower them five more minutes and sing in the bathroom right. and shave your legs and exfoliate and do all these things while you're waiting for your mask mm-hmm. to dry properly. And then you can get out and put your leave-in conditioner mm-hmm. in and rake through your hair and use your Denman brush. And you have all the time in the world to dry your hair properly and do it properly you sitting here looking of like damn is that you? you're fucking cute is that you with the curls popping mm-hmm. and it's like i don't know if you really feel this way or if this is just maybe an observation i feel like like you said like if you can do that stuff like the night before i think thinking that your curls have to be fresh like that all the day, time yeah right like that those days curls like or if you're going somewhere like if you're going somewhere at 11 a.m., you think you have to do your curls that morning, not knowing that your curls from yesterday, you can refresh those curls yep. from yesterday or the day mm-hmm. before yesterday, and they will look better because, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, they've had time yes, to soak I was just everything say in. That. I feel like so, two-day, three-day curls always look better because, one, they've dried enough. Mm-hmm. So now you have that soft curl texture right. that you wanted the first day. You don't day, have the wet like right. that look like mm-hmm. this just that you wanted the yeah, first day, curly, the first day but, a rush. Right. Like no, and then I feel like that's also when your um like your ponytails look more full. Like if mm-hmm. I decided oh I'm just gonna pick up all my curls and put it in a pineapple, they're more full now because they're right. bouncier and, and they're like lighter. I love like two, three day mm-hmm. old hair. It's I know. Nice. I love and even sometimes like when I do my twist out. So when I when usually when I do my twist out I don't really do, I was just talking to my friend, I was just talking to Shakia about this, and I was saying, she did um, 
when she does her twist out last time she's gone so she'll do a twist the night before and then she'll take it out to wear it as a style like the next day mm. i don't be going nowhere so like i'll do a twist out and but i'll leave it in so right. I, wear, I wear it as a style and i'll just leave it in so by the time like i'm ready to take it out it's usually like right before i need to wash my hair again so like i'll take it out maybe a few days before and i'll wear it like i'll wear it curly or i'll put it up in like a pine a high bun or a pineapple and i'll wear the little piece out or i'll do like some stuff just to like play with it before i wash I've it i've even seen people on youtube put refreshing your twist out where they wash their hair so they do a twist out uh-huh. they leave it in for a couple of days they wash their hair with, with the, the twist, twist out, out in. and then just reapply product to their roots and mm-hmm. stuff. And, like, if you were going to put, like, a mousse. Or go, like, down mm-hmm. like the twist like that. Yep. And mm-hmm. then and then just restyle it. And I'm like, why don't people be thinking about this? Because this is what people with dreads do. I didn't think about that. And that's, that actually sounds... Yeah. That actually sounds like a thing that I might even try. Yeah, because, like, you know, you're refreshing mm-hmm. your scalp where you need to clean out all the dirt and grime. Right. You're still getting the soap and it's conditioner through your it. hair. But, but then it's like you're, yeah, it's like you're extending your hairstyle. It's like people, when you do your braids, you do that. When you do locks, you do that. So it's like, who would have who knew? I'm going to do that. And I'm it's even like what you said, we're refreshing. Before I was educated about my hair, every day it was the same cycle. Every day I was washing and mm-hmm. conditioning and doing all this whole long thing. And that's oh, why I thought it was yeah. so much work. Yeah. I thought it was so much work. And I wasn't educated. And that's why when I was younger, I hated my hair. I was like, this mm-hmm. is so much work. Oh, my God. And then you would put it in a bun. And you would pull it out all your hair because you were pulling that shit all back tight. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just so glad. Now as an adult. I right. That we just, we learned. We, we know learned better. So much, and we're still learning. Yeah. Like that's, and that's that's the other thing. Like, your hair process is it's always going to be a learning process. Mm-hmm. Even, like, even things about Salisa's hair. I'm still learning. I'm still even learning to manage her hair on wash days. It's it's literally a whole process depending mm-hmm. on what I'm doing on her hair. And she has such thick hair. We both have such thick hair that even the simple things to do to me or her hair is a process. Mm-hmm. Because it's not like I can just throw it in a few sections and each section is going to take five minutes. And so Lisa has I have to... thick hair, but she has those really tight curls. Yeah. Her hair is so curly, but they're like it's them like, l- like perfect little, little curls. Yeah, yeah like rosebud so, curls. It's so crazy. To even like her hair is it's so thick. Even when I think about it, I just be overwhelmed. You get exhausted. Like, oh my, right, I'm like because <laughs> I actually have to do her hair, so it's like, oh lord, what am I gonna do it? So like, I'm still learning little techniques to wash it and mm-hmm. wash it and do it in sections and make it easier, make it enjoyable. Now that's that's another thing I wanted to touch on with your kids' hair, not only yours because like we can we've learned to manage our own hair over the right. years. But with your kids' hair, Put some music on, light a candle, them, mm-hmm. make it a, make it a day, make it a thing. Yeah, singing in the mirror like <laughs> okay, mother, you know what I mean. You gotta yeah, yeah. and this teaching them to them. learn to do so. Celise also had a a time where when we had our apartment, she would hang out with a little girl upstairs and the little girl was white. They were in the same, they were same age, same class and everything. But the little girl, she washed her own hair every night in the shower. Like mm. she, it was like a part of her routine. So Celise was like, oh, when am I going to be able to wash my own hair? And that's why I said, honestly, it's going to be a long time. I said, because it's not as simple as right. put some shampoo in your, in the palm of your hands work it through and rinse it out and then you can comb it out after it's not Mm -hmm. it's not that simple like it's a it's more of a process it's a 
let's detangle it and put it into sections and let's you know what I mean you have to let the water run and then the shampoo and then it's con- more shampoo yeah. conditioner making sure you got everywhere in your hair your hair make so sure thick. you wash that twice you right gotta make sure it's two shampoos gotta- rinse it so when mm-hmm. I'm doing her hair she knows the steps like she can walk me through the step shampoo and then if it's a deep condition day we're deep conditioning we're putting mm-hmm. a cap on you know what I mean so I try to make it fun for her when we do it but with her also understanding it's all it's it's a continuous learning process. Right. She can't just up and do it because this is what her friends do at this age. She can't wash her own hair. Mm-hmm. And not only because the little girl was white and her hair was easier to manage, but because because of the thickness of your hair too. Because mm-hmm. I'm sure that there's maybe some of her black friends that don't have hair as thick as hers that are allowed to wash their own hair at mm-hmm. her age. You know, it's all about what kind of hair you have. I don't remember when I was like able to just wash my own hair and just do it on my own. It was, probably wasn't until I was like a teenager. Oh yeah. I've been washing my own hair for a long time. Yeah. It's probably wasn't until I was a teenager because I always, it was always a process. And then mm-hmm. when I started getting to relax, I had to go to the hair salon so yeah. that they can do it. So I don't remember when, but I've, teach her every time i do her hair i teach her what i'm doing so she knows the washing steps she knows how to do like the twist we got her she got the doll head yes honey so she can practice on the doll head certain things she'll even when i'm doing my hair she's like oh can i do your twist or can i put a braid in your hair so i kind of make it interactive so that she learns to not only love her hair but she learns to also take care of it mm-hmm. she learns the to way she has to right be excited for it and that's something i'm still working on myself to be excited mm-hmm. to do my own hair because it's always nice when you have someone else just doing your hair right, for like you. Right, like if I could just have somebody wash my hair all the time. and <laughs> You know like when somebody be massaging your scalp I and your eyes roll on the like, back of oh. your head? You be like, oh, you be like, oh yes, yeah. right there. Get that spot right there, <laughs> right there. It itched a little right there, right there. So it's um, it's definitely a process and it's it's ongoing because I'm still finding little things that work for me when mm-hmm. I'm doing my own hair little things that work for me when I'm doing her hair and I always try to make it like interactive and work with her so that it's not it's not a like a a sad time or it's Mm. not like painful right because I also being younger you think that pain is beauty that you have to go through this pain detangling it should hurt your, like, right no, it shouldn't hurt you're it doing your wrong right, right it shouldn't hurt and while Celise is a little bit dramatic mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to be able to learn how to do her hair and teach her how to do her hair so that it doesn't hurt mm-hmm. because if you're detangling it and it hurts like in real life not her type of hurt because she yeah she looks she's a look at the if comb if you just taking a comb scared. and just going to the top of your head and breaking right. it down no, no. Hold We're the piece holding. of hair, Work comb from, from the, the bottom. bottom. <laughs> right, learning these techniques so that it's an enjoyable experience for both of us. Mm-hmm. Because I don't want to be angry the whole time I'm doing her hair because I'm annoyed. And I think something else that helps too is like involving them with the products. Like when you when you order some more my own, you're like, look, it just came in. And then she's like excited. She like, smell it. this. Right. Yeah. Smell yeah. this. Look how good it smells. Blah, blah, she blah. loves like, it. Do you want to use the new conditioner that came in? Then they're like excited because it's like, oh mm-hmm. my God, it's like a present. Yeah, let's go yeah. wash my hair. She loves it. And even like the the new, I bought the, the hair blower, like the brush. Oh, oh, oh. Mm-hmm. It's so much easier to detangle her hair because I put I, I put more heat in her hair than I do mine mm-hmm. because I, she gets braids more often. So right, she needs right. to stretch her hair and then braid it. But I don't want to put like the 
the max amount of heat. So right. it has the low setting and it detangles as it dries mm-hmm. and it's worked. It's, it's so easy. Right. And it's like you said, you prepare here before you prepare after. Mm-hmm. So you're still right. making we it healthy. Right. We deep condition and I bought like the heat, um, the microwave heat cap. Oh, I need to go. I bought one of those. You just pop it Does in the microwave really for a minute and a half. Yeah. I, I like okay. it. I've used it. I've used it on her. It stays warm. It has like the flaxseed in it. It stays warm. You mm. just put, it comes with plastic caps. I'll send you the link. comes with plastic caps. You can put the plastic cap on. You have to put the plastic cap on. And First. And you put it okay. on your head. And it, you just, you don't have to be yeah, plugged in Yeah, I need one of those because I like that. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be plugged in. You can sit there and you can talk. We did it and we did like face masks. I want the just, steamer too. Did you see that? I do. The hair want, steamer? I want a hair steamer but i don't know if it's it's not the same as it's a green steamer. no yeah. it's green and it has like the rake like the comb and you oh. put it in between your hair and it steams to give your hair the nutrients oh mm-hmm. i want that you see and then all these products yes you i have know. to get all the products yeah i know it's like that's why i need two linen closets in my bathroom <laughs> <laughs> i need one for all my products so it's it's a journey that we're not we're not done with we're never going to be done with because mm-hmm. we have to it's something that's very continuous so it's like a continuous journey because we're we're always gonna have hair, and mm-hmm. even if one day all our hair fucking falls out or something, like it's always gonna be a process. Like we said, we have to invest in our crowns. Mm-hmm. We have to make sure we put the continuous effort. Yep. And over the years, our routines might change as far as our hair. You know what I mean? Like we have children, so we have to kind of we can't spend an hour in the shower all the time or an mm-hmm. hour in the bathroom fixing our hair. So we adjust. and stuff but the main focus like the main takeaway should always be make sure that that is one of the places where we're not lacking right and even if that's um just choosing that one night out the week that you make sure you have the time hey can you stay with the kids like you know Mm -hmm. this is my time to unwind you know what i mean i need to hair time yes hair time sometimes my twist out takes like hours because I have I have to stop, stop yeah. Mm-hmm. But I don't I don't want to be like oh well forget it I'm just gonna pop it up into a ponytail all yep. the time. That's something that's I need to take learn me a long time. For me, the bun, the bun, the bun, the bun was relevant in my whole pregnancy. It was here, it never left. Um, besides when I got my hair, <laughs> you're like the same bun. <laughs> this bun has lived here forever. And that's something I need to get out of the habit of doing because the bun breaks your fucking hair. Mm-hmm. Okay? The bun is not always the best. It's right. cute when you the, do a the bun. The live-in bun. Yes. It's cute when you do a bun for a style, mm-hmm. but to go to sleep with a bun, leave your hair in a bun all day. Right. And just keep redoing the bun. It's not good for your hair. <laughs> so I need to get my shit together. All right, honey? Because I think today about to be a wash day. I think I'm about to get my yeah, girl some love today. Wash and deep condition. I just got my locks touched up right here. Yeah, get some juice yeah. going up yes. in that head. I might do a facial steam. It's like, as we put ourselves on the back burner so much, even just, it's not all our hair, but it's always like self love. It can wait. It can (gasps) wait. It can wait. That's our favorite thing. Let's have self love Sundays. We're going to hold each other to it. Self care Sundays. Self care Sundays. And sometimes it, sometimes it doesn't happen. Sometimes it might need to be self nap Sundays, but that's a part of self care. Exactly. (laughs) Oh, napping is for sure a part of self care. Yeah. Like if that could be a whole nother episode. (laughs) Yeah, if we skip our loving ourselves Sunday, is gonna be because we're taking a nap. Not and even some like and with me, I used to think self care. Like if I devote a day to self care, it needs to be the whole day. Realistically, right. unless like 
we have a, a sitter or a less dad is going to take the baby and just be away because realistically, even if they're just watching them, we'd be hearing cries and we'd be like, yeah, I'd just be messing Or then you'd just be like, what is she doing? Mm-hmm. Does she need me? <laughs> like, nah, no, even on, a, on the weekend, I'd be like, because you know, Eric works during the weekend right now mm-hmm. on maternity leave. Even on the weekend, if like I wake up on a Saturday and I'd be like, today, I'm going to clean. Midday for me doing laundry, cleaning the house, doing this, taking out the food to make sure stuff's out for dinner. I feel so guilty, and then I become mm-hmm. real serious. I'd be like, "Do you remember me?" Right. Like, do you, are you mad at me because I'm not up here? Real? She don't give a fuck. She's right. sweet. And you've seen Malachi <laughs> in his rare form, like yes. his rare toddler form. He just he's running everywhere. Mm-hmm. He's everywhere. He's in everything. Up the stairs, in the pantry, in the cabinets. He's everywhere. He's not like, I can just like lay him in the swing anymore. So mm-hmm. it's like, I also have to be everywhere. And then I don't want to keep him there. He has the fenced in like play gate, but I don't want to keep him. The like, part of his development is exploring and mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Moving around. So I don't want to keep him in this, in this gate all the time. Right. I was going to say crate. Wow. That was really fucked up. <laughs> I don't want to keep him in his gate all the time because he needs to explore. He needs to be more active as a part of his development. So it's like we spread ourselves so thin. But we do need to, even if it's painting our nails or doing a lip scrub, yeah. doing a mask for 10, 15 minutes, anything, you know what I mean, refreshing our hair, like putting it in a different style, just yeah. something quick, just so that you you look different and you mm-hmm. look in the mirror and you be like, oh, I'm cute. Sitting down watching that show you want to watch, just something. Right. Put it on I've a been tutorial find, on YouTube. Yeah. I've been trying to find my time in between doing what I need to. So I'll be like, oh, I have... I want to catch up on this show. Let me fold all the laundry. Mm-hmm. Oh, I wanted to do this. Let me do that when I do this. Yep. So that's what I'll be trying mm-hmm. to do. So, you know, you got to figure it out. Take care of yourself, ladies. Yes, and love your hair. And invest in your crowns. So this whole topic brings us to our Get It Sis this week. This week's Get It Sis goes out to Monique Rodriguez. She is the CEO of Mile Organics. She's also an RN as well. Um, Mile Organics, we swear by. I love Mile. Okay. Love, 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 love Mile. I'm like a um, silent spokesperson for Mile. Yeah. My favorite is the pomegranate and honey mm. whole line. Um, I've tried, you know, I've branched out to the other lines. Mm-hmm. Eh. You have ones that stick with you. Yes. I just, yes. I just really hope that line never goes away never go oh i hope and i hope they extend on it too like yes like, yes i would i give just me more. want more give me right more. i want more pomegranate give me the overnight um hair mask like the With rx honey. one mm-hmm. yes because I, that one is the shit but love, right there's just so many products I, and I feel like i've never turned back like i think i started using yeah. my own in 2017 and so since then like i got those like basic products but since yeah then the more lines because you put I'm me on. always yeah i'm always like girl my yo every time mm-hmm. somebody be like every oh i sale. love your <laughs> Oh, sale. Oh, God. And every time someone's like, I love your hair, I'm like, Maya. <laughs> Let me tell you about Maya. I push Lino on Maya. I'm mm-hmm. like, everyone, you're, are you trying to grow your hair? Maya. Yep. <laughs> like, no lie. Time. Mommy. Actually, all, right. all of us use Maya. Maya. Yep. So, Maya, hit up Frida. Okay, <laughs> because she getting y'all money. <laughs> but Maya's Instagram is at Maya Organics. And Maya is spelled M I E L L E Organics. Um, and Monique also has, um, a personal Instagram as exquisite Mo, and that's just M-O for Mo. Um, the Facebook page is Myel Organics. Their website is MyLOrganics.com. And they also, which I just learned today, have an app at the app store, and that is just Myel, if you search it at the, um, 
Is that just for Apple or probably no, for I, both? I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, it should be for Search both. it on your App Store or what's or it Google called? Play Google Play Store, I think. Uh, Google Marketplace Play Store. Store. Whatever the fuck you're. Marketplace? I don't know. Android. Yeah, wherever you've been searching you. on Androids. Just my L. <laughs> yeah. That's that on that. You ready to wrap it up, sis? Yeah, girl. All right, that brings us to the end of our 22nd episode. Make sure you follow, subscribe, click the fifth star, and leave a review. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at the Sister Sister Podcast. That first sister is with an A. Follow us on Twitter at Sister Sister Pod. And as always, don't be shy. Shoot us an email at the Sister Sister Podcast at gmail.com. Bye. Bye, y'all.